This is a True Foundations podcast. Real time, real life, real answers. I'm going to read a few verses, then we'll talk a little bit about the background of it, and then we'll see uh, what we need to hear. So Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. All of you take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. He said those words, having experienced massive rejection. There were towns that uh, they wanted nothing of him, and all he wanted to do was good. He wanted to bring them to a place of salvation. Their lives would have been radically changed for the better. They didn't want any part of it. And of course, as we read about Jesus, we understand he did not mess about. He said things the way they were, and he rebuked them. And this is part of the section that they call the woes of Jesus. The things they woe to you, woe to you. They were tough words. You think maybe you're going to be accepted in heaven, but you're not. You're going down. The judgment of God will come upon you and against you. These were harsh, tough words, or so it seems. But actually, when you think about it, there is so much at stake. They were necessary words. And when we read about the yoke and the burden, and when we read about Jesus welcoming them to him to come and find rest and peace, they needed to hear those words so that they could enter into that place. So, if you like, it's the tough mercy of God. It's the tough kindness of God, because without it, they would not even listen. And in many cases, not even afterwards. So we see this about Jesus. He will not compromise. He says things as they are. They appear to be tough. Maybe they are tough. But truth is tough because it must be. It is just. It is loving because it offers the way out. And it brings salvation to all of those who will hear and obey. And he said, come to me. You see, he said all of this, but he's not finished. He still says, come to me. Many of these people were self-righteous people. They thought they were perfectly fine. They didn't even know that they were in the wrong. That's how bad it was. So he spoke strongly, but then he says, come to me. I'll give you rest. And, And he said, I'm gentle. I'm humble in heart. Of course, those who rejected him didn't want anything to do with him and his salvation. They wouldn't even get that. They would just think, oh, he's he's some kind of maverick. He's some kind of rabble-rouser. He's this, he's that. But actually, the fact of his strength and his willingness to stand in what was a dangerous place and speak the truth and offer a way forward The fact of that means that you can rely upon his gentleness and his humility. He's strong. He can do it. You see, that's the truth of this. It should give us great confidence when we hear his voice say, Come to me, 
I'll give you rest. And he says, this is how you get the rest. We all need rest. We need rest from many, many things. But at times in our lives, we've got, I need a rest. But how do we get it? Well, he said, this is the way you get it. Take up my yoke and learn from me. We have to understand what that is saying. We have to understand that there were people who had rejected him uh, and they rejected him because they, they used the law for their advantage. They're legalists. And they rejected him because they used the law which God had given and it was good, but they twisted it and they'd added to it. So they weren't perfect in their obedience to the law by any means. They were way off. And he was speaking to them. And he said, do you realize that this adherence to the law is actually a burden to you. It's not doing what the law intended. The law intended to lead people towards the Messiah who would come and give them rest. But it become a burden to them. It was a weight that was pressing them down. They didn't even grasp it. The writer to the Hebrews goes into great deals about that. The burden of the law. So they were carrying that burden, whether they knew it or not. They were also carrying another burden, and it was the unforgiveness of sin. They might not even have believed that they were sinful. And yet, their unconfessed sin that was not repented of, it showed itself in the way they behave. It was a burden. And when Jesus said, take my yoke, it's not the yoke of the law. And it's not the yoke of unconfessed and unforgiven sin. To share in the yoke of Jesus, he does not want that from you. Because that's not his yoke. And even as he said these words, he had an eye to the future when he would go to the cross. And when he went to the cross, what happened? He nailed the, he nailed the law to the cross. He nailed it. So that means it should no longer have power. He doesn't want that from you. And when he went to the cross, what did he do? He took the burden, the weight of the sin of the whole world upon his shoulders. He's done that. That's where we stand in this day. He's done that. He don't want your sin anymore. He don't want your legalism anymore. You're carrying burdens that you should never have. He says, take my yoke. See, his yoke is different. His yoke is the way of freedom. His yoke is the way of grace. But we must understand something about the nature of a yoke. Now, I'm sure we're all familiar with the idea of the yoke that went on the, the back of the oxen. So what we have to recognize is this, that when we come to Jesus, having put away the things, the unnecessary burdens, we put them away. We carry burdens in our life, and sometimes we ought not to. He doesn't want them. Put them away. There is a different kind of burden that we must carry. It is the way of Jesus. A yoke is something that has purpose. Sort of farm, I put a, a yoke on the, the oxen's necks. And there off they went to plough the field. There's purpose in it. So if you have a burden, and it's a burden, you know, it's a weight on their necks. But the thing is, it fits well. I, it, it doesn't rub the skin and cause some kind of sore. It fits well. 
And so the weight is felt, but there's purpose in it. And of course, in the carrying of the yoke, there's, there's labor. And we've talked about understanding that there is a labor to do, but we better do it by grace. Uh, and here we have this wonderful example. Here's Jesus. He says, take my yoke. There's a burden in his yoke. And if we have a burden, it, it should be a burden that is compatible with the yoke of Christ. It needs to have purpose for the sake of the kingdom of God. Now we can get clues to what that might look like throughout the scripture, especially as you read the Gospels. And you think about Jesus and his life, and there was a time when he looked over Jerusalem, he wept. These kind of people that were against him, that's a burden to have people against you, isn't it? They have no just cause. In fact, they hate your cause. That's a burden. Well, Jesus had that more than any of us. He looked over Jerusalem and he saw all of this rejection and he wept. What was it they wept about? He wept about them. He wept about the fact that he offered them everything and they would lose out because they didn't want it. That's what he wept about. It's a burden, but it's a proper burden. And without it, we will not understand the purpose of the gospel. It's a burden to be persecuted, but without it, we will not understand the kingdom of God and how it works. There are things in life that are hard, are difficult to understand, and they are not burdens that we have chosen because legalism and sinfulness that is unresolved, not even confessed, not even understood that it's there, I, these are burdens we shouldn't have, don't need to have. But there are other kinds of burdens in life. And they are real. You've not invented them. You've not caused them. They're not down to you. It's just reality. But Jesus says, you get yoked in with me. I'll carry the weight of it for you. They're still there and they are real. Because if they are not there, they will not accomplish the great purposes of God in our life as we wrestle with these kind of things of suffering in this world and in this life. Take my yoke and you'll be able to carry the burden and I'll take the brunt of it for you. Get locked in with me. Now what we have to understand with this, uh, and I think this is, this is, this is true, um, not of the, the oxen idea, but uh, you, sometimes you get horses and, and there's a few of them and they're pulling some carriage. There's usually a lead one. And the point about it is this, that there's the yoke, we have chosen it. But the choosing says, I will submit to him and his way. That's what the choosing is. He's the lead. He says, I'll teach you. I'll teach you the way. So there you go in the Christian life, and there are legitimate burdens that you bear. And sometimes we have a burden because it's the cause of the gospel. That's why we are burdened by it. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't care. And we are burdened by it. And we think, how can I bear this? It's too much for me to bear. But Jesus says, I'll teach you. He says, come, come, be yoked together. That is not a casual relationship. That is an absolutely firm relationship. And in that relationship, Jesus shows the way. And if we are willing to go that route something will change in the way that we think and then of course the way we behave 
Jesus said what seems to be an absolutely contradictory thing. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Our tendency, if we have a burden, even if it's a legitimate burden, our tendency is to think it's hard, this is hard, this is difficult, this is heavy, this is so distressing, it's bowing me down. That's our tendency, isn't it? Well, Jesus has come to me. I'll give you rest. Look at Jesus' burden. His burden was the sin of the world. And he says, my burden's light. My yoke's easy. The purpose that I have. Now, he's not... He's not making light of it. He's not saying any of that. He's saying, come to me, I am able. Come to me, I have borne all of this. Why? He's able. If you come to me in that way, if you accept my yoke, that really is submission to him. It really is saying, I'm not going to tread a different path. It really is saying, his way is the only way. It's saying, I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm going to accept the burden as it is. So we have to understand what it is clearly. I'll accept that. And I know I don't have what it takes. But when we know that, and we hear the voice of Jesus, take my own. See, I think in that, Jesus was an emotional man. He felt things deeply. In that, he looked and he wept. But in that, he looked upon his people who would come with such delight and such joy that warmed his heart because they would come to him and he would give them everything that they ever needed. It's the grace of God, of course. When we accept his yoke, then the grace of God comes. And it is our defining lifestyle that we live in Christ. It is the smile of God upon us. See, these, these people who had this terrible, terrible burden of unconfessing, of a false view of the law and their legalism, they didn't know the smile of God. But when we come and we submit to his ways and we say, his way is right, I will walk that road. I can't do it on, all, on my own. I will take his yoke and it'll be a good fit and he'll teach me. He'll walk the path and we'll walk with him and we'll feel his delight. That's what it's all about. And we'll know his gentleness, but we can trust it because it's not weakness. It's strength. It will not compromise. It follows the right path. It will plough a good furrow and we'll take it. And as we go along, we'll feel the joy and the delight of the purposes of God being worked out in our lives. And we will know that there is nothing in this life that can get, get us down, push us off course because we are yoked to him. And the purposes of God are being walked out in our lives. So in many ways, you listen to the words of Jesus and they take you down all kinds of routes the way you think about it. There's challenge, there's rebuke, there's kindness, there's love. And sometimes you say no. And you look at all of that. But this is a very, very wonderful picture of the life of the child of God that is submitted to him who desires to walk his way, knowing with great confidence that Jesus has walked the way before us. And there are some burdens we will never have to carry 
because of him. We can't carry the weight of the sin of the world. He's already done that for us. We can't fulfill the law. He's already done that for us. But he says, come to me, have rest, but continue on. By the grace of God, we will. Thank you for joining us. True Foundations is headed by David J. Jones, a preacher and teacher of the Word of God. His passion is to help individual Christians discover their true identity in Christ and to learn how grace operates in their lives. Currently residing in Canada, he is taught in both North America and the UK and has listeners all over the world. If you have questions about anything you've heard today, please email us at info at truefoundations.ca. Or for more information on True Foundations resources, please visit our website at truefoundations.ca.